Hey everyone, welcome to the Motorola Solutions Technology Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to our replay episodes from our live streams on LinkedIn and YouTube. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hi everyone, I'm Julio Rodriguez and welcome to Motorola Solutions Live. I want to thank you guys for joining us today as we bring you the latest news and technology updates from the world of Motorola Solutions. So it's been a while um, since we did this. Let me straighten out here a little bit. There we go. Um, I'm glad that you are joining us today. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to join us to learn about the latest and greatest from Motorola Solutions. You know, one of the things we talk about a lot at uh, MSI is that we help people be their best in the moments that matter. And that includes things from our two-way radio communications that we've uh, been known for for many, many years, video security, access control, um, what else? Incident management, 911 call center. There's so, so many to name. And today we have two of um, MSI's best and brightest that are going to show you how we are bringing all of these together into the best-in-class product ecosystem in the, in the world, in my opinion. <laughs> But while we wait for everybody to join, uh, go ahead and, and, and type in the comments. Uh, let me know if you're one of my 18,000 or 19,000, I think we're at uh, Motorola coworkers, or if you're in the security industry, or if you're one of our end users that uses our technology every day, type what city, what state, what country that you're watching from. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. And also remember that um, if you're watching this on the live stream, we really enjoy getting your questions and comments. We love to post them, talk about them, and get your feedback on you know, what we can do to make this better. So you know, keep the comments coming throughout. We'll try and answer as many as we can throughout the conversation. And then we'll always try and circle back to get back to you if you have some questions or some specifics that you wanna know about. So let's see who's joined us today. Um, here we go, Anthony Rudd has joined. This morning, Anthony, thank you for joining. Mike Butler, hanging out in the Innovation Lab. Hey, Sharon. Thanks for joining. Nice. Motorola CSE from Washington, D.C. Steve, thanks for joining. I appreciate it. Abdul Latif, hopefully I'm, in, I'm pronouncing your name right. Thank you for joining all the way from Dubai. Robert, watching on uh, YouTube, thanks for joining. Hey, Justin. Good to see you, man. Jody, thanks for joining. Hey, Steve, good to see you. Peter. Tyler, thanks for joining. Jeff, good to see you again. Uh, Jeff will keep us on our toes when we talk about integration, so I'm glad Jeff's here. Chris. Good to see you. Hey, Jeannie. Wow, we got a lot of people on here today. This is awesome. I love it. So I'm just going to keep clicking everybody's comments so that you guys can see who's uh, who's joining us on the screen. But um, I really wanted to talk about the, the two guys that are joining us today, uh, Don Cornett and Joel Rieger. I've got a couple uh, bios that I'm going to read, just some really uh, brief introductions so that we can uh, really understand the, the awesomeness of the guys that are joining us here. So Don Cornett, He's uh, had about a 25-year career in the technology industry, and currently his role is the Director of Safety Reimagined Ecosystem Global Product Management at Motorola Solutions. And Don's responsible for shaping the future 
of automated workflows across the globe. So Don knows this 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 uh, system that we're going to talk to you guys about with the product ecosystem is uh, it's his brainchild. He's he's been working on it really hard, and uh, I can't wait for you guys to meet the meet him. Um, we're also joined by Joel Rieger, and Joel's a sales engineer that comes to us originally from the video security side, but as you'll see, all of this stuff is working together, and it's it's uh, very interesting on how we all of our different perspectives are coming together again to help people be their best in the moments that matter. But Joel has a diverse background in business administration, communications, and technology with experience in spanning small startups to multinational organizations like Motorola Solutions. And Joel has an impressive record of successful, successful product launches and has worked with major security brands and IP video solutions around the world. So with those fantastic introductions, let me bring Don and Joel onto the call here. Hey guys, how's it going? Good morning. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. All right, so let's um before we jump into all the slides, uh, let's talk about what um, what has got us here. You know, it's, it's something that just a few months ago, you know, we were bringing all of this just to the video security side. You know, Don, how long has this been uh, a project of, of Motorola's to start bringing these technologies together? Um, I will, I'll say internally, it has been probably since late uh, 18 going into 19, really where we started to kind of formalize a lot more is in 20. And then some of the latest carnations that you see today around safety reimagines all come out in basically uh, 21, 22, somewhere around those ranges. So what you see is a number of years internally during the incubation period and mm -hmm. then kind of evolved and, and became market uh, ready or friendly uh, as safety reimagined. Gotcha. And Joel, how long have you been par um, participating in this side of the, uh, the project with, uh, you know, I know you've been doing cameras and, and access control for, for many years. When did you start um, getting Absolutely. pulled into this side of the, this side? Yeah, of the so, so about a year ago. Um, I was curious and started digging into some of the other subsystems that we've had. Um, and that led to me um, getting some education and meeting different people within the company. And as I was doing that, I started getting some more hands-on experience and then started answering questions for customers, started being a little bit more of a subject matter expert for people within our business that didn't have that experience. Um, and it kind of grew into this. And now I feel like we're all interlocked, intertwined in one big family. And I'm amazed about the capabilities that we're adding. But to me, you said I've been in this in a while. I've seen other people try. What I love about what we're doing is we're doing it in such a way that it's easy to implement and easy to interact with every day. And I'm so excited that whoever's planning this out, Don and his team, have really thought about what the problem and the solution could be. And they're doing a great job with it. So I'm excited to tell people about it. Awesome. So won't PowerPoint you guys to death. You know, we're going to make this conversational as we get into these um, slides. I want uh, everyone that's watching live, or even if you're watching on the replay, to type in comments or questions that you have regarding this information, because we're pulling a lot of disparate systems. As you can see by the audience um, that's that's introduced themselves here, um, we're, we're coming at this from a lot of different angles. We have end users on here, we have engineers, we have integration companies, we have people that, um, that sell the various products individually and everyone really understands and knows their perspective on this 
And what we found is, is really a, a very interesting way to bring this together. And there's a lot of things that we can do when these technologies start working in conjunction with each other. So Don, if you want to kick us off, we'll go to the first slide. Yeah, so, uh, yep, advance one slide. So really kind of, you know, why is, why is, you know, why are we here? Why is Motorola taking us down this path? And, and really kind of what we're really looking at for uh, what I'll say is safety reimagined. But uh, before I start throwing those terms out, uh, we'll just take a simple step back is um, really looking around, you know, Motorola is known for its its radios, known for a lot of uh, things within the industry around technology. Uh, and as of late, really in the security space, uh, yeah, our 911 centers and all of that, that's love it. Great. It's all out there. We're still progressing, right? Not to not to say we're not. It's uh, but we're really starting to get and a lot of traction in the uh, I'll say enterprise or security uh, realm of this. And way the way that we started to look at it internally uh, around this is how do we make the environment safer? How do we how do we solve for those uh, you know solutions bringing technology to it? Um, it's something that you know it, I, I see the news every day. You see these headlines. Uh, unfortunately, it's every day, uh, and and we really need to kind of start start thinking differently uh, around around some of these environments and really how do we leverage what Motorola internally, what we're, we're really done is leverage our technology to help make uh, these spaces safer. And so those bullet bullet points you see before I run down on the on the right hand side here, uh, really kind of how I think on the left hand side is really around, you know, people process and technology. And it's really kind of this three legged stool, if you will. Uh, you're really just trying to get it balanced where you're you're leveraging as much as you can from your people, your processes and your technology. And really what we see within our space today is around this automation. And that's how we're able to uh, increase those efficiencies, productivity uh, and really kind of drive for a safer environment. Uh, this also turns us starting to the, the to the left or the right hand side here is um, down a path of being very much proactive instead of a reactive situation where we're actually taking our technology and giving that information, uh, the pertinent information with context to uh, the resources that are out there in the appropriate time and, and reducing that uh, response gap. Uh, that gap itself uh, that I just threw out is really around time and that time can be money can be life you know it's roi and, and depending on where you are in the industry you may have a different roi but really what we think internally around a lot of this is how do we just take this information be very much proactive and really drive in that that response time down this also gives you the capability of maximizing your resources putting the people where they should be and really allowing technology itself uh, to address areas where you don't need people. Uh, think of a good example. I'll throw one of these, you know, vandalism. Somebody on a wall, you know, you know, spray paint or whatever it is on that vandalism. Well, you could put an officer there, uh, but that's probably not the best use of that officer or that resource or whatever to make sure that it doesn't happen. Use technology to get us there. Reduce that response time. Our cameras and our, our capabilities today can actually detect a lot of that. Uh, the other thing that we're doing within the company, and we'll, we'll, you'll see that in a couple other slides, is really 
breaking down some of this data siloing uh, that may be in the industry today. And so really sharing that, uh, that data across the entire, I'll say, ecosystem. So that way, when you do get something from a camera or an access control or whatever it is, we actually share it to the officers, share it to the radio, share it to the uh, incident capabilities. So it's breaking down those silos. And then not last, but, uh, but, but the last bullet point on there is really when you're trying to automate and what we kind of think about some of the automations, it's really driving consistency. Uh, every time that something goes off, this is the exact procedure that you want to go through. Uh, and we have tools to help help drive that consistency. And so that's kind of how we think about today, really kind of where we've been going down a path and in, in, in the you know, trying to solve for safer uh, environments today. Right. And I, I really like this because it takes a step back from the technology themselves, because we have so many great best in class technologies where it's video security, two way communications. Um, all of those things are fantastic, but we're taking it a step further and saying, how do what, what do we do with these things? What, why are we trying to make them work together and, and make them work better together? And this is, I think is a, is a great example of how we can make that happen. Absolutely. All right, next slide. All right, so really it's, you know, where is Motorola Solutions Day and how did we kind of get here? Um, if you if you remember, right, some of the, the gray hair that you guys can see on, on my head is, <laughs> as, as Julio said, I'm a little bit of an older Motorola, right? I, I've been in the industry for a while. And, and for the people that have been around Motorola, we started as a, a, a big conglomerate of a company, uh, really a lot of people known for self, uh, cell phone uh, industry yeah. that kind of set us in a trajectory. Uh, but one of the gemstones, and this is what our CEO, uh, Greg Brown, always says, is one of the gemstones, right? One of the huge value assets that we had was around this comms business, this public safety side of it. Um, and as we got into 2010, when we uh, divested in the company, you know, Motorola and split off to Motorola Solutions and Mobility, us being solutions, right? One, it's, uh, you know, any as any company goes there, we got to survive first. So that's kind of probably what we did at the beginning of all of this. But in 2015, you can see on this chart, we started to tuck in these these uh, acquisitions around, really around the comm space, around, you know, the 911 centers or anything like that. And then I'll point out one of the, one of the key ones, I think, really set us in this trajectory is in 2018, uh, Motorola Solutions acquired a, a company called the Vigilon. Mm -hmm. Talking about a right-hand turn, uh, <laughs> we were a comms business. I was in the comms business, and it's like I woke up and read the the headlines. Motorola acquires a video company. It's like, oh wow, <laughs> that's new. Uh, so that kind of, like I said, took us a right-hand turn, and really around that space, as I kind of mentioned before, is that really what drove some of the kind of the safer environment, where we're at, what is starting to look different on the ecosystems uh, and as you can see on the top you know Motorola has been on a terror acquiring video assets so now we have uh, on-prem platforms we have cloud platforms we have AI in the cloud right those are the unity brand uh, on-prem and uh, Alta brand uh, from a Vigilon in the cloud and that's video and access control uh, you can see some of the capabilities of even some of the Pelco capabilities, which is, you know, our camera forward looking uh, or camera first type of company that we have tucked underneath Motorola. And so it's really uh, transformed the company into a security company. 
the other one I'll point out is Rave, uh, end of last year. And that one really is, you know, the back-end software around some of the uh, response capabilities. And that's that's anywhere from a, a panic solution, Rave panic solution, to a mass mm -hmm. notification. That rounded out our ecosystem quite nicely. That's a, a great tuck-in uh, for, the, for the entire solution. And then the last one I'll point out is, you know, uh, on the bottom is Delta Risk. Delta Risk is, if you if you don't know what the company is, it's really a cybersecurity company. And so Motorola is uh, kind of known for its radios and maybe known for its video now, but probably a lot of people did not know that Motorola actually has an entire uh, cybersecurity uh, portions of the of the company uh, yeah. that we actually not internally but also externally provide those capabilities. And so that's kind of where we stand today with all of these acquisitions really driving that solution. And then if you want to step one slide in, uh, Julio, sure. here is, um, you know, Motorola is the only company that, uh, that I'm aware of um, that has such a rich and in and, 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 uh, depth portfolio. Uh, and you can kind of see uh, how we think about it a little bit, bit internally in a lot of our marketing campaigns that go out, kind of strategize around this detect, analyze, communicate, respond and report. Uh, but if you look at our portfolio and how we're really trying to create workflows, it's all around those kind of those four pillars, if you will, uh, within there and, and utilizing our technology to do that detection and that analytic uh, capability, start to communicate uh, not only, uh, you know, through the voice, but also through data sharing and breaking some of those silos and then also capturing it and putting it into the uh, incident capabilities or that reporting capability or that response capability that you may need for that situational awareness. Not to say other companies don't have good um, uh, video or analytics or access control. That's not what we're saying here is it's Motorola is only uh, the company that I know of that has such a rich portfolio across that allows us to uh, share this information uh, from all the way from the detect side all the way down to the reporting side of uh, of this and this ecosystem uh, that we're developing we're not stopping here right it's it's continuing to evolve as we as we see uh, day in and day out so uh, yeah, that's kind of what we what we see today right yeah, and it, it's especially interesting because we did all these acquisitions and now you see them falling into the different categories of an incident and how we would see, you know, from detecting the, an incident happening all the way to communicating it out and leveraging the technologies each step of the way. But it's something that, you know, the, as of the, when we started looking at this, as at that time, they were still all separate standalone things. And that's, that's what we're getting ready to talk about today. Yeah, absolutely. All right, um, so I've kind of thrown the term out a little bit, but uh, let's kind of like step back and just kind of phrase it around. Safety Reimagine really is a campaign Motorola started uh, really trying to think about environments, think about verticals, think about situations. As Julio just kind of pointed out, it's uh, those situations that are out there uh, trying to solve for some of those areas. Uh, Safety Reimagine is that campaign. Um, that we that we've started uh, throughout the years here over the last three years or so, but really safety reimagined uh, it, it has its impetus with inside of those three 
bubbles you see there, those are the kind of the three major pieces Motorola has, which is video access control, our comms business, and uh, the software side of it, the command central side of it. Uh, Safety reimagines fits right smack in the center uh, around that, and it's really trying to take that information from each of those pieces, build those workflows, that automation, or that sharing that information across, uh, and, and really kind of creating that, uh, what we talked about already around, you know, that situational awareness, response time, all of those things. Uh, the other thing that we do is we wrap that whole thing around with uh, manage and support services and those capabilities, right? So an ecosystem is only as good as what it uh, can actually be supported or deployed or whatever it is. We have a lot of resources behind uh, trying to make this vision come to life. And as I kind of talked already, uh, encompassing that whole uh, article, if you will, in the center is really around cybersecurity. Uh, you know, we take it by heart that uh, data sharing and data privacies and, and whatnot within their information needs to be very much protected. Uh, you don't want to be on the next headline within there saying somebody's uh, kind of got you attacked, right, uh, within there. You don't want to make the news that way. Uh, that's not the 15 minute of fame I want. Uh, so the the other side of it, right, is really around, you know, this this entire solution. Motorola has the capabilities of cyber capabilities, but not only just uh, externally, but internally, right? The, the company itself is a SOC 2 type 2 compliancy. Uh, we have uh, ISO certifications of 27000 uh, that's out there, plus a couple other ones. The following pieces that we follow is, you know, internally around the data and privacy capabilities is really the NIST uh, 80053 uh, portfolio or pieces of it uh, within there. So that way uh, it's all protected, plus additional capabilities. I don't want to belabor all this fun stuff with uh, names and terms, but I threw a, just a couple of those around that. So that's kind of really around safety reimagine. And the one last little thing I'll point out is right in the center, you see a term called orchestrate. Orchestrate is our utility that really kind of draws a lot of this together from an from an automated perspective. Um, and then as these webinars continue, you'll see more and more of that uh, within there. And we'll show you a glimpse of that today. I think Joel has a slide about that. Sounds good. All right. So Joel. Thanks guys, I appreciate it. Looking forward to joining the conversation as well. And please feel free to uh, chime in with any questions and be part of that conversation. So as the, um, as the team was saying, you know, Motorola has amassed a very nice and broad portfolio. So when we talk about um, detect, it's not just the camera icon that you see there, right? So whether it be our Alta video systems, which in fact is a camera, there's built-in audio analytics that can detect gunshots and other abnormal noises, shouting, screaming, um, glass breakage. So it's really less about a single product being video or access control and more about how we use the entire ecosystem at that detect level. So whether it be through video, through um, vaping sensors, through water detection or other types of means, we're able to take in a broad base of products within our own portfolio. So you only have to go into this ecosystem and really expand past, past the video detection. And I think that's very unique to Motorola. So what do you do with it, right? So we, we went ahead, we've got all this input into the system. That's a lot even for a human being to digest. So we really need some kind of AI smarts in the middle there to help us out, right? So this is where Analyze comes in. 
And um, one of the things that really impresses me the most, I've had an opportunity to work with the core technologies many years ago as they were being developed, but really we've got an extremely um, ex expert team led by Dr. Mahesh um, in this video analytics business, an entire team dedicated to AI and their advancements within the industry really are changing. We're able to go ahead now and take all of this data from all these inputs, run it through proprietary Motorola AI algorithms, and really do something with that data. Um, whether it be detecting a gunshot and then saying, hey, you know, there's a lot of noises out there. We know that that signature specifically has a very high probability of being a gunshot. And then using Orchestrate, which we'll talk about later, to do something with that. Or going ahead and saying, hey, you know what? I've got a substation. And that substation should be a low traffic environment. But if somebody comes into that substation that wasn't planned um, in an unusual time or in an unusual manner, we have the ability to analyze that. So if you've got 5,000 substations, you can't watch 5,000 cameras at once. We can bring that information to you in a way that's important to you at the time you need it. So then what happens, right? So I've been able to detect the events and use the AI to let me know something's going on. How do I go ahead and communicate a response, right? So Motorola, as you know, is, has got uh, Moto Turbo, which is our DMR solution. We've got our Astro, which is the P25. And we have Wave, which is our broadband solution. I'm a personal fan of that because we can bridge those communication levels together. I use Wave and Moto Turbo. Um, they have different use cases. The Moto Turbo is always on, guaranteed to be there 24-7 with high redundancies. Uh, typically, law enforcement and government would use that. Um, but what happens if you don't have that kind of infrastructure or you don't have um, the funds to put in multi-million dollar radio backbones? You're not left out of the equation with Motorola, which I think is quite unique. We've got a lot of small to mid-sized schools, businesses that can use our WAVE platform. You can put that software on your own device if it's Android or Apple. We make some really, really low cost but high quality handheld devices that are small and lightweight. Uh, my daughter, she's six. She loves to play with my, my little TLK radio. Um, and it, what's nice about it is you're still part of the ecosystem. If I trigger an emergency button on my TLK, it will go through to a Moto Turbo through a back-end connection that's possible. And now I have somebody who has a low-cost device that I can give to a lot of people, communicating with people who have the need to hear what they have to say. So when I hit that um, orange button on the radio and I say I need help, somebody's there to answer that on the other end. And that's really, really unique to Motorola. With that said, now that I've talked to somebody, I know what's going on, how do I get people in the right place, right? So that's where Respond comes in, and that's really where Orchestrate shines, right? So we've got this information, we're taking it in. How do we automate these workflows that we save seconds to minutes, right? I've got a high, a high amount of calls coming in. I've got a lot of events happening at any one time, and I need to route those events to the right people at the right time with as little as human contact, but still be accurate. Using that AI, we, we've added the accuracy. We've now been able, using Orchestrate, to send those communications directly to turbo radios or to wave uh, recipients and they can initiate communication between themselves, now I can send an officer to respond. I can send a security guard to respond. I can send a teacher's aide out to the playground because somebody fell, and then they can call the school nurse for assistance. All of this happens because we're not just a product company. We're not just a couple of products. 
we've really thought about what it is you're trying to do, right? Anybody can sell you a product. We're here to really to decide how we can solve a challenge and sell the solution to solve the challenge. Next slide, please. So, so what do we do and how does Orchestrate really help us to be best in the moments that matter? So everybody pretty much understands, right? So you've got an automated video analytic, right? A lot of companies, right? A license plate comes in, the camera detects it, it shows up on a VMS. That's great, but that's only one part of an automated platform. So imagine you're working a stadium or you're working a school, right? And you've got 1,200 children on a playground and things start to go crazy out there. You're one person. You need somebody who can get your back and help you work the situation. Well, currently right now you'd have manual interpretation. Okay, is that the license plate I'm looking for? I know I've got a list of these 20 plates that they gave me before I started my shift. I know there's some restraining orders that I need to watch out for, but um, I can't memorize everything, right? And then this manual action, right? So now that I've memorized this, I have to go now and, and start to initiate contact with the guard. Well, if I'm doing that, I'm not doing something else, right? And then after all of that's happened, somebody needs to be accountable, right? You need to have a report of your interactions, what happened during that event, so that there's a history to be gone back to. That's a very manual process. And if you think about it, it started with an automated process that a lot of people can provide, but really kind of fell down because there wasn't a follow through in that automation. What we'll find out today with Orchestrate is that we take it very seriously to follow that automation all the way through so that one, you can do division of labor, you can add the right resource to the right task so that you don't have to overload a single resource. And by doing that, you can scale, right? You're a small to mid-sized company. Maybe you're running a monitoring center for your clients. This helps you serve more people more effectively with better rates of service. Next slide, please. And here we go, right? So now we're into Orchestrate. How does Orchestrate really help us be that best in the moments that matter, shave seconds off, and close that response gap? So I can take a whole host of inputs from the ecosystem, whether it be from a radio, an access control, intrusion panel through our access control. We can take in panic alarms, fire alarms if they're into the access and, and video panels. We support DMP and Bosch panels, which are some of the most uh, used panels out there today. Um, we have both cloud and on-prem solutions for access and video, which is fantastic. We have our Vigilant license plate recognition. Vigilant is a brand that's been uh, widely revered by law enforcement for many, many years. And what's nice is by acquiring Vigilant, we've now been able to take that massive technology that exists today um, that law enforcement and the government really rely on and bring it for the best use of our um, you know, commercial uh, customers. You can take in a Vigilon system using the Unity Client Portal and uh, Unity Cloud Services and send that to the Vigilant Client Portal. And now all of a sudden, I can take a license plate from any camera on my Vigilon system and I can have an arrangement with law enforcement that says, hey, I'm going to share my data with you, but if you see something, could you please come and help? And they have these private public partnerships that we forge with our teams that do just that. Homeowners associations, right? they don't have the resources um, to do uh, monitoring all their systems, right? It's just usually a property manager, maybe a security guard. Right, with a public part-time. Right, right, am I right? So, so usually 
um, you know, they're resource constrained by using our technology. And I know this firsthand because I actually bought an Avigilon system before I worked at Motorola for my HOA, right? That's how much I personally believe in it, right? So we were able to have the police come and stop incidents. They arrived while the people that were causing trouble were still on the premises because they got the alert before the guard even knew they were on the premises. This is all possible through orchestrate. So we're taking those triggers in and there's kind of this automatic, um, you know, super server in the background, right? Fast response times scales up to thousands of incidents simultaneously if needed, right? And it's always on 24 seven. And it's kind of a set it and forget it. We'll get into that a little later. But once it's set up, which is pretty easy to do, nobody has to touch it. Now we go ahead. Usually, what's, what's the response time with this system? So I know in the last slide we had, it's like, you know, somebody sees the automatic alert, person has to look at the alert, decide what to do, and maybe who to call and how to respond. But with this, we're doing, you know, five different things from the time when it sees the license plate. Typically, what's the turnaround time for that? That, that's a great question, Julio, and it will vary based on your connectivity and your personal circumstances, but we're talking seconds, not minutes, right? And seconds do count. In my personal experiences with my infrastructure and how I use it, I get alerts anywhere between two and five seconds. I mean, it's, it's fairly real time. Keeping in mind, it's not just the time it takes to go from A to B, but that includes the value stream of us performing AI and other um, types of value add to what that response will be to send that out to other resources. Um, so yeah, we can go ahead and say, hey, you know what? I've got a bolo out. I've got a parent that came into the school that has a restraining order against them. And I need a guard to meet them at that lane before they get one step inside my building. And that's where moments matter, right? Seconds count. That guard got the page to his radio and he's in the parking lot saying, excuse me, um, you're not allowed to be here. I apologize, but you need to leave the building before they ever step in, right? Um, anything from weapons detection capabilities, right? So somebody's coming out for the most part, they're brandishing that weapon well before they get into the building. It's unfortunate, but you heard about Evalde and some of the others. These people are on premise way before they've gained access to the building, right? And so we do we, have some stuff coming out pretty soon that we're going to be talking about that uh, we're not going to yeah. let the cat out of the bag yet. But yeah, the, the technology at GSX. Yeah, but, but in general, right? Just in general, we have the ability to take things in and do things with them in ways people can't do. So very exciting. Um, as far as um, what can I do besides alerting a police officer on a radio, I can lock down a facility. If I get a, a watch list and I know that this person is a danger to my facility, let's say it's a disgruntled employee and they're coming back for whatever reason, I can have that person's face in my system, lock down my building and alert security or the police to come and attend to that. Um, you know, workplace violence is, is really terrible and it's only gaining in momentum, unfortunately. Um, we're doing so well. I, I feel bad about it because we're doing so well because society is acting so poorly. Um, but there is a need to protect us. And, and I'm proud that we provide the tools to help save lives. We can do incident management, right? So we talked about reporting. My gosh, right? So now that all these things happen, I had five or six events that happened in the middle of the day. I mean, I'm one guy. How am I supposed to write all this stuff up and keep all the facts straight and so forth, right? So between Ally and Avigilon DMS with dynamic um, reporting capabilities, as you work these events, it's collecting the data and organizing it in such a way for you that when you go to wrap up your thing and add your notes to it, it's already done the lion's share of the work. 
And it's a big deal, right? Anybody who thinks that's not a big deal hasn't worked an actual event and hasn't had to write a report. Everybody who's on this call that works reports is like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for that, right? Um, and what I love about it is it can form actions within the entire ecosystem, right? So it's not just sending out uh, an incident report and an ally. It's letting a supervisor know and sending out a cue of what the response times were. In a Vigilant DMS, I have a lot of analytics that come in. I've got visualization that comes in. All the reporting is passive. It's not active, although you can add your own personal notes to it. And it's all cloud-based, right? So in the days of remote work, we have solutions that you can be in a virtual call center or in a virtual security operations center and still have full action and um, capabilities. And I could have a snow day at a school, let's say, and I still have control of my school. Or I could be um, on the East Coast, something happened and I need to monitor a West Coast facility. It's yeah, all yeah. instantaneous and seamless worldwide. So Joel, um, let's take a look at, you know, what does it actually look like to build all of these workflows? Because I know we get excited about it because we know how easy it is. Sure. And a lot of times our, our, our audience thinks that this is going to be, you know, lines of code and rules, engines, and, you know, all sorts of keystrokes that it's going to take to do this. Um, That's so a great point. So let's take a look at this, right? So what you're seeing here is on the left side of the screen are all the subsystems that I currently have enrolled in the system. That's my access control, that's my uh, cloud services, and through cloud services, I'm bringing in um, the, the Vigilon uh, platform, the video platform, and I can bring in the uh, license plate platforms as well through a Vigilon and even access control through a Vigilon. I've got my ally incident reporting, <coughs> excuse me, the units would be my radio systems. And what I like about Orchestrate, I can concentrate either you know, one or many radios. I can have different actions go to different radios. I can have more than one radio on a single action. It's extremely, extremely flexible. Um, and all I'm doing basically is selecting that subsystem to serve as a trigger. And mm -hmm. once that trigger is selected, I drag it onto my work palette that you see there. And then I'm adding actions. And those actions, all you do is draw a wire between the trigger and the actions. You can see we have multiple actions coming off a single trigger. I can have multiple triggers into single actions or multiple actions. And if you notice, there's a single red wire that was there. That red wire can be, hey, you know what? I'm dialing or I'm trying to perform this action. In the event that that action is unsuccessful or somebody didn't operate what it was supposed to do, I have a backup. And that red wire says, in the event that um, subsystem one did not do what I intended it to do, as you can see there. Subsystem two will then go ahead and fire an alternate plan. So, so these things can be built on, enhanced, uh, adjusted to, you know, have things like maybe there's some annual event that happens and the things up, things operate a little bit differently. You can have a whole new subset of these things going on, or even multiple versions of this that you can turn on or turn off given, you know, what your um, what your security landscape may be looking like for the next uh, you know, short-term period. Absolutely. So I'll give you a couple of examples, and I believe the next podcast, you should join us again next week, I'll be going in-depth and doing a live in-depth um, presentation on how Orchestrate works, and we'll do this live. Um, but what's really interesting is we have workspaces. You can see this palette that we're dragging and dropping on. We have the ability to organize different workspaces for different events, you can organize it what makes sense for your organization. When I'm working with stadiums, they have dark days, they have concert events, they have ball games, they have got other types of events. 
So they may use some of the same subsystems. They may use different subsystems or a combination of the two. But what you don't want is have this big cluttered workspace and the person that needs to interact with it at some point doesn't know what goes to where and it's not relevant, right? So what I love about it is I can make all the different tiles I want and I can do them in my own private workspace. And I can actually control access to those workspaces. So it's very, very powerful yet very organized. Um, I can add and delete uh, dynamically. Um, it takes a minute or two, depending on your ecosystem, for it to sync up. So if I add something, let's say, into my Avigilon video system, within 10 minutes or less, that asset is now available to me within orchestrate. Also, if you make a new rule or change a rule or something like that in, in one of the systems, it, it's scrolling through and, and updating every 10 minutes or so to, to let you take advantage. Auto-discover all of those capabilities out there, just awesome. like, uh, and, it, and it'll pop up as a card. And, and here's a really cool tip that a lot of people may or may not know, even if you're using Orchestrate today. Both the access control and the Avigilon video allow you to set whether it's either a trigger or an action. What I love about that is you can't have an action and a trigger be the same at the same time, but you can write a rule, right? And it doesn't just see it as a trigger. And I can say, well, you know what? If I get a license plate hit from my video system, Mm -hmm. I want to go ahead and trigger a radio, send something up to a video wall, and I also want to go ahead and, and do other actions like, let's say, open up a gate on an access control system, right? So I can go ahead and, and even though there may be two events that were in um, a Vigilon, I can change one event in the Orchestrate um, administrative page from a trigger to an action. So you don't have to just have triggers coming out of your rules in a Vigilon, you can actually make some of those rules. You can make, I'm not rules, but alarms. You can make those alarms actions. So I'll have something in a different subsystem, right? So I'll say I had a forced door on my access control system. That was the trigger. And mm -hmm. then I went ahead into my Vigilon system and said, I want you to pop a screen on my Vigilon system. Well, when I originally bought the, the alarm in, that alarm to pop the screen was a trigger. I went into right. the admin, changed it from trigger to action, connected the wire, and now an access control event is triggering an alarm video action. System. Yep. Very cool. Yeah. So with all of these different capabilities done, let's talk about what systems are we are we discussing here? What 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 cameras, what access control, what decision management, what, what are all these things and let's just put some names to them so it's not as uh, let's get dig down to the details a little bit. Absolutely. So as you can see in front of you, right, it's um, really around, we keep talking about detect, analyze, communicate, respond. And each one of these boxes that you see uh, attached to the safety reimagine really is one of those capabilities or multiple of those capabilities. And so let's just take and go from left to right all the way through uh, around the circle here is uh, starting with Vigilant, uh, Joel brought out that, you know, it's our license plate capability, both a uh, public-private uh, sharing capability within there. And I'll just throw a stat, uh, and this is the one that blows me. There's there's like 5 billion scans of license plates every, uh, every month that we get a load up onto this. It, it is an incredible amount of data. It's insane, right? And so uh, depending on your sharing capabilities, you could be putting that information out, as Joel said, into those environments uh, where, you know, 
like the HOA, the officers just show up because you shared the data, but you also have capabilities of looking at what you have as far as your watch list, right? So maybe you're mm -hmm. I want a nosy neighbor and you want to keep an eye on somebody, you know, you're fully capable of doing that. Uh, so vigilant, right? License plate capability, the, the uh, Vigilon Unity. That's our video and access on-prem. Uh, mm -hmm. That's what the original Avigilon uh, name and brand of ACC or ACM, the people that may uh, be out there. That brings in uh, all the video capabilities, all the analytic capabilities, as Joel talked, not only triggers, because that's kind of how we look at you know, putting rules together, triggers and actions, what triggers you, what actions do I want to take, um, those can do bi-directional. So just within the unity itself, um, yeah, there's some unification or, or I'll say uh, uh, coordination or API use within just those two boxes. But bringing in Safety Reimagine or Orchestrate, we opened it up so much more uh, around there. There's, there's, you know, I'll throw out some number. There's, there's 210 additional uh, triggers that go into Orchestrate. And any global action can be discovered. So now you can make video perform you know, access control capabilities, uh, all within the rules engine. Uh, Alta, the Alta platform, our cloud platform, uh, former names that, that were out there were Ava and OpenPath, uh, mm -hmm. but that is now under one umbrella. So that's now access control and, and video as well. Same type of concept, right? Uh, bringing in the video capabilities, bringing in the uh, analytic capabilities on those rules to drive uh, anything else within the ecosystem, but it too can also just share within just that single box of, of an orchestrate. So now you can have a, a different or a tighter integration with your access control, or maybe you want to take your Alta, your Ulta access control and tie it to your Unity uh, video, fully capable within that environment. Uh, within there. So uh, as we continue to go around our decision management, the DMS, uh, that's really think of it as a, uh, a security operation center. Um, I, the one I like to use is, um, you know, in a building or any of that, that may be out there where you have a, an officer or a security officer sitting in there that's, uh, I, I won't say super sophisticated in all of this. Maybe you just hired them. Maybe they're new. This, this utility allows them uh, to sit in front of the screen and be able to manage those incidents fairly quickly. It has a, a standard operating piece procedure, an, an SOP, where you build your your rules behind. And so as soon as a, an event comes in, uh, the officer sees that event and it's asking the questions, uh, perform these types of actions and walking them through that operating procedure. So it's helping give that consistent response so that they're doing the same response. thing every time so that they're not, you know, especially with, with high turnover, labor shortages, or even if it's somebody like, um, you know, when, when you have safety drills and there's a designated captain on each floor, these are Absolutely. these are standard workers that don't normally jump into you know security mode. This could mm -hmm. help walk them through the process so that they're making sure all the doors are locked or everyone is out. Did you check the bathrooms? You know, and they can check off these things, firing off manual triggers into automated workflows that could build a report somewhere else or tag video that somebody did something. You know, all yeah, absolutely. Team. Absolutely. That just in that box alone, there's a lot of use cases. Yeah. Uh, and you said there's a lot of interaction between DMS being more of the manual procedure, security officers stepping through A, B, C, D, but it can also kick off the automated side of it. And so 
Now it's perform this action, you know, verify this, this imagery. Yes, verified. When they say yes, verified, it could throw off locking doors, lock incidents, you know, all, all over, turn on sirens, whatever you want. Uh, mm -hmm. It could actually do that through uh, a lot of the other integrations up there. Ally incident management, that's the records keeping, that's a heart and heart, uh, RMS. Uh, you can upload data, manage your incidents uh, all within there, have officers put in uh, details as well as run reports and those capabilities behind it, uh, showing the value of the officer, showing where you may need cameras or additional events or those natures that may come in. Uh, Moto Turbo in the wave, I'll talk about them kind of, you know, together. Moto Turbo being that hard and fast uh, two-way radio, uh, always on 24-7, on-prem, uh, you know, what, what I'll say is in the industry, the brick and stick kind of capability where we're ha having that uh, capability now expand even further where our latest ION has the full Android capability where you can pull up full video on that device, but we can communicate to it via the orchestrating right. safety and reimagine platform. The Wave platform, broadband, uh, on your cell phone, right? Here's my I, uh, my iPhone that I have. I have it on it, and I demo with it all the time. And so that's what's really connected together uh, around that. And then the two bubbles that you see below are really kind of, uh, you know, I'll say additives to the environment where uh, the Avtech console, it's a hard and fast uh, two-way radio and, and voice dispatching uh, console that hooks into our Moto Turbo. It can dispatch over, over wave as well. And so that's a, a, what I'll say is a hard and fast voice console. Uh, and then aware, situational awareness is where kind of where that term came from, the aware enterprise. Mm -hmm. It really aggregates a lot of alarms and those capabilities. So all the alarms that you see out there can actually aggregate together and give you a, a pictorial view of kind of what's going on visually um, from a mapping perspective, right? You can sh see where all your resources are running around wave, uh, you know, Moto Turbo or whatever. You can bring your camera views into it. And so it's a very good aggregator together uh, within it. And so that's the entire ecosystem that was, that was out there. And I, and I saw a question that floated by and said, well, what about third party? What about mm -hmm. What about other capabilities? Yeah, and I so, think uh, Jody Dufort asked uh, for Bosch and DMP integration is what yeah. needed for this. And that's a little specific. I think it's really talking about um, that's where we connect intrusion systems into the uh, Vigilant Unity access control. And that's that's an integration that we've had for many years. But yep. how does that work now with you know plugging something into one of these systems that's had a previous integration how does that work in conjunction with orchestrate? Yeah, and so that's the, that's the real beauty of this is that each one of these, I'll say boxes that are out there, I'll just take a Vigilant Unity. It, it's a, you know, from a video and an access control capability that's out there, um, bringing in third party capabilities, they all have open APIs, um, even on the access control side, it's, it's Mercury boards that are out there we can, either convert over or bring pieces in. So we touch one of those components, but each one of these components has kind of a third party interface into it such that now you can actually bring in additional capabilities and really set up those rules or those alarms with inside of the, the boxes to drive the ecosystem. So we can bring in 
uh, on-viv cameras, we can bring in uh, third-party integrations, uh, access control through our, our video side of it uh, within there, both on the Alta and on the uh, Unity platforms. Uh, Moto Turbo has its uh, application developer program in which you can drive, uh, you know, Joel mentioned uh, the emergency button or the emergency situation. You can drive events like that into the, uh, the, the ecosystem. DMS. Third-party um, systems can create a trigger or create an alert or alarm yep. inside of a Vigilant Unity or inside yep. of a Alta or Turbo that that alert can now become a trigger inside of that ecosystem and now becomes a card because the interface is there with that product. Right. Yep. The product exactly. that doesn't orchestrate. Goes up as a card, just as you said. It could be a trigger, it could be an action. Uh, you integrate to one of those products, here you go, right? And now you can bring uh, the power of the ecosystem to, to bear on those environments. Got it. Mm, very good, very good question. Right. Uh, stepping one slide in, well, uh, before we jump in, right, uh, I guess um, one of the questions that, that I saw out there was asked is, well, how much is this? What is this, you know, uh, yeah, um, good question. Uh, cost, right, to bring this? It sounds very expensive. Uh, really is um, the kind of the concept that we've really uh, strived here within Motorola is um, is really to kind of make it a collaborative or a, a complementary, if you will, within the environment. And so, yeah, there is, you have to buy the individual products. And I'll use an example I think that's that's out there that a lot of people will resonate with is on Alexa, right? Or Amazon, Amazon has the Alexa capability. You go buy your light bulb, you go buy your, your thermostat, you go buy your smart vacuum, but you don't buy Alexa, it's complementary uh, to that environment, right? And so that environment now actually uh, interacts and shares uh, information together. Think of safety, reimagine it and orchestrate the same, right? Uh, you go buy your light bulb, you go buy your video piece of it, uh, Unity, you may have your turbo already deployed. Uh, orchestrate is complementary to the Motorola products that are, are connected to it. And so now you can have that Alexa share that information across and start building it. And so that leads into the next slide, the one slide in uh, here is you don't need to start with uh, the whole ecosystem, right? It's it's very modular. We're building this thing such that uh, looking at and growing it slowly over time is start uh, start small. You may have some camera capability with a Vigilon or access control or Alta, whatever it may be. You may have Turbo or you may need, you know, hey, I want to try Wave. You very simply just need a trigger and an action to take uh, to take a benefit of the entire ecosystem. So very flexible, very modular, and it and it brings all that integration together. And you're starting to set up those rules, those workflows, those capabilities to share that information. So very powerful. So Jeff has a question here, and I think uh, I'm glad you two are on here because it's a little bit above uh, my skill level of knowing what it, what he's talking about. He wants to know. Uh, so if we have Node-RED and MQTT already operational, how big of a lift is orchestrated? It's actually a very, very small lift when you're using our DMS platform, right? right? So a Vigilant DMS, believe it or not, has a Node-RED environment that we provide at no additional charge. When you purchase that product, we give you the Node-RED environment for free. Um, and that allows you to go ahead and take your Node-RED libraries. We provide the Vigilant libraries preloaded into that environment. And then you just go ahead and import your libraries that you already have, Jeff. 
We also support MQTT in there as well. And if you don't have that, we support JavaScript and some other containers that you can put your own custom payloads in. So Jeff, love to talk with you on a private level. Uh, reach out to me. I am on the uh, LinkedIn as well. Um, and I'd love to go ahead and see what you're looking to do. And, and I'll give you a hand on how to get started with that. But yes, great question. And we absolutely embrace the Node-RED environment and MQTT. Okay, sounds good. All right. All right, so the next big question is, yeah. <laughs> how do I get it? How do I achieve getting one of these? So, Joel? Absolutely. So there's a couple of different ways to get the ecosystem and to get Orchestrate. Um, what we're going to talk about right now is if you're coming in through the Avigilon Uni Cloud Service Portal, um, through a lot of hard work by the team, uh, they've gone ahead and make it as simple as pushing a button. So I don't know how you did it, guys, but the magic behind the scenes is wonderful because all you do is you log into um, your uh, Unity Cloud Services. You'll see a brand new tab called Orchestrate. It'll give you a little bit of an overview. It'll explain what you need to do. And basically at that point, all you do is you click on the button. That will bring up the first thing you'll see is a set of uh, license agreements like everybody else, the end user licenses. Just agree to those all. Hit the button. And in a minute or two, you'll get an email or two, uh, two emails uh, to your mailbox. Go in, make sure you do this first because you need to go ahead and validate your passwords and activate your passwords. Can't tell you how many people try to go in and forget they, they didn't activate their password. Once that's done, click on that link that's provided to you to access and you're into Orchestrate, right? So a couple of things that need to happen. There's something called a provider or central station. So why don't we go ahead to the next slide, step in real quick. So this will give you kind of a dashboard and tell you where am I at in this process. And there's a couple of steps to it. The first step is super simple. You just go ahead and you um, click through that, you log in, and you have Orchestrate. If you want to connect certain subsystems to Orchestrate, it requires some licensing that there's no cost to you, but it does require a license being issued. That can be issued to you by your uh, integrator. Um, and it's very easy by following a process there's an email that's sent out, a form is filled out, um, that's processed very quickly, and then you're given a code. You enter that code into where it says Central Station when it's asking for it within Orchestrate, and you've then linked your uh, Unity uh, Vigilon Cloud uh, services to Orchestrate. It's, it's really a very simple, quick, and easy process. Um, you just follow the steps on the screen, and once everything is done, you'll see the three greens. Uh, and it works out really easy. I know this used to be done, what was this, like a two, three, five, ten day process, depending on how backlogged it got with all the demand, right? Um, so this really does streamline it. Yeah, <laughs> it really does streamline it. I can tell you, me, I'm personally very busy because of all the people that can't wait to get it. Um, so I'm on many, many calls a day helping people they can't wait to add stuff to it, right? So they call me up and say, Joel, help me add stuff. To his point, it's like Alexa, right? Once you get that back-end system, you can't wait to find ways to add value using it. Um, and I invite all of you to reach out. If you've got a subsystem that you'd like to connect, I'd be more than happy to either help you or get you to where you need to go. Julia? Uh, there, there was a question I, I want to make sure that I answer is, um, sure. uh, Julio, I think it was, uh, you know, it would be, you know, as a private wireless uh, oh, pick shop, sure. um, yep. you know, so add Motorola Nitro to, the, to this portfolio. Your request has already been answered. Uh, the the Wave on Cloud platform that we've integrated into, uh, that's actually what rides uh, kind of on top of, you know, in the, the Nitro base 
so you can actually use the Wavelon Cloud to actually get to the, your Nitro technology already uh, and share this information. So uh, great input uh, and thanks. Continue to have them come, but uh, I like these. Already done. <laughs> Already thought <laughs> of good ones to have. Those are the easy ones. All right, right. So kind of circling back as we get ready to close out here. Um, this, all of this stuff that we talk about from the technology, the hardware, the software in the cloud, all of it again is designed to deliver better security outcomes. Um, yes. Like Donald was talking about before, we're we're designing these systems to be more proactive, where these analytics are catching events and we're sending out communications and locking doors, reducing response times. And Don, well, I heard something, it was like when every second that we reduce response times on the 911 side is something like a thousand lives or every minute is 10,000 lives per year that we that we see improved results from. And not everybody's doing this at a life safety, you know, law enforcement capacity, but, you know, every moment counts. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I look at the statistics and, and as you said, I don't, they're out there, you see these in the news, and this is kind of what drives me, but, uh, and, and I just absolutely had the opportunity to go through an active shooter drill the other day, um, and it was mere minutes, right, before first responders come in, and, it, and it's one of these that, uh, if you look at from the time of, you know, from an incident where it happens, if we can be very much proactive on detecting it, you know, seconds, minutes save lives. Mm -hmm. uh, most incidents are over within a matter of three to, you know, three or four minutes. First response, response times today. Uh, if you look at some of the, you know, from the FBI and what they're doing, it's anywhere from five to eight minutes, right? So it's 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 pretty horrifying, but uh, we are trying to solve that 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 response gap and and drive it way down, so that way we can have a, a better ROI. And I like I said, I don't like to talk about those things, but those are the ones that kind of drive yeah, home. That's but what we're trying. Vandalism is dollars, right? That's that's could be liability, could be a bunch of things. Uh, if we could take the response out of that and you know, drive that time down, now you don't need to go get a bricklayer or whoever it was, right? Vandalism on the wall. You, you don't need to do that anymore. It's 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 driving ROI that way. For sure. So let's uh, let's give everyone some information on how to sign up for this, get more information about it. If we want to reach out to Joel, you know, he's ready to help with this. But we have a website, MotorolaSolutions.com forward slash safety reimagined. Uh, if you guys have your phones out, uh, you can scan the QR code here. There are case studies. I know someone asked about a case study. We have some great case studies with all the technologies that we combine together um, on our website. And all of this information is ready to go. Let us know if you've had the opportunity to connect this or if you're going to get ready to. We'd love to hear about it. We'd love to know how you're using these technologies to make things better and more secure for the end users or facilities and people that you support. And uh, we thank you all for your time. So we quit sharing this here briefly. Uh, Don, Joel, thank you for your time. Uh, wow. I really Thanks appreciate it for you for, for you to come here. And guys, we're going to be seeing Joel next week. Uh, he's going to be doing a deep dive and probably making my head explode with all the different ways we can uh, combine these technologies. And as a series, we're going to keep seeing Don and Joel here plus other Motorola counterparts and talking about the, how do we combine all these technologies. So looking at it from an Avigilon Unity standpoint, what does this look like from a Moto Turbo standpoint, from Ally, from DMS, 
and really putting these in the context, not just the standalone software and giving you guys a really cool demo, but making sure that we talk about how we can connect these technologies to each other to make these outcomes better. So thank you all for your time, Don. Thanks, Joel. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us today for this episode of the Motorola Solutions Technology Podcast. Remember to like and subscribe so that you can be made aware of new content and we'll see you soon.